You're listening to the Broncos Audio Zone. You're in the Broncos Audio Zone. I'm Andrew Mason, and thanks for joining me. It's all about Philip Lindsay today since he became the first undrafted offensive rookie in NFL history selected for the Pro Bowl this week. He joined Mark Stout and Ray Crockett on Wednesday after the Broncos practice inside the Pat Bowen Fieldhouse. Well, let's go to the hotline. Say hello to Philip Lindsay, the Pro Bowler. And, Ray, I'm going to have you say, because this is you, man. You, you're the one that uh, you believed in uh, Phil from the start. No no doubt. Phil. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, look here. I, I saw you after the game the other day, how dejected you were, how down you were. And I know it was quickly in pass, and I told you, what did I say? Keep your head up. Put your head yeah. back up. And, and, and you turned around and looked at me and was like, wow. Well, guess what? <laughs> You got a reason to have your head up right now. The first ever undrafted rookie to make the Pro Bowl. How does that sound? It feels good. It sounds good, man. It sounds like, a, you know, a unique situation, you know. So I'm, I'm excited and uh, I'm excited and happy to, to be able to be in the Pro Bowl. And, and I, it's, it's an honor. Well, just think about this, man. When you didn't get drafted, you and I and Mark, we had this conversation. And I told you, I said, look. Don't worry about it because it does not matter how you get in the door. Yeah. I told yeah. you the, the door is open. I said, now go knock that mother down, and that's yeah. what you did. So talk to us a little bit about that, how how you took it game by game and ended up here. Yeah, honestly, it just uh, game by game really didn't think much about anything but uh, winning, games, winning games and trying to produce for, for my team. And, you know, when you look, look back at it, you know, when you just go like that, you look back at it and – you know, things like this happen for you when you just keep your head down and keep rolling. Uh, I, my goal wasn't to, to, to be a pro bowler right now at this time. My, my goal was to make the team. And then when I got to the team, it was, it was, it was trying to make, make uh, a name for myself, whether it was on special teams or, you know, some on offense. It's kinda, I thought I was going to have to really work my way up to be um, uh, implemented into the offense. offense. We got a couple more minutes with Philip Lindsay. Phil, I heard you say that some of the Browns linebackers came up to you Saturday and said, "We voted for you for the Pro yeah, Bowl." All of them. Was was there anybody else over the course of the season, sort of like that, or that comes to mind that that came up to you and said, "Dude, I've I, I've been watching you." Uh, pretty much everybody from every team, every single team, somebody has come up to me and said that they they're proud of what I've done and to keep going. One probably one of the uh, best compliments I've probably got was from my girl. Um, he found me. He was just walking. And he stopped and looked at me, and then he was like, uh, "You know, I'm proud of you. Keep, keep working hard. We're gonna be all right." So you know what, so, Phil. You know what, Phil, I, I think this was God you know, sent and it was heaven made because guess what? If you would have been drafted in the seventh or sixth round like I thought you were going to be, yeah. you would not have ended up being the first ever. God just wanted you to be the first ever, man. No, no, everything works out uh, in mysterious ways. Everything works out for a reason. So, uh, like I said, I don't question things. I just go with the flow. Right now, just go with the flow. Ups and downs, you got to embrace it, no matter when it's good or bad, because – you got to understand, you got to learn how to, to, to go through hard times and how it feels to feel a certain way, whether it's good or bad, and, and in order to grow as a, as a young man. So before we let you go, I know you have two games left, and I know you're thinking about those games. They're very important. But this is a celebration. Have you thought about how you're going to celebrate the Pro Bowl selection? Uh, honestly, I really haven't. You know, I just kind of just – everything's hitting, going so fast, man. This whole year has been just going fast, and, and a lot of stuff going, gets on your plate, and – 
you're trying to digest it. You're trying to learn the plays. You're trying to, to be a better blocker, better running back. I'm more so trying to figure a way uh, to get myself back to being myself again, going out there and, and making big plays. So, you know, everybody knows about you. You know, they go right in the box. You know, that can't be an excuse. So I got to find – I got to go in my bag of goodies and pull out some other things. We love it. Hey, Philip. one last thing. Tell me, tell me what this means for your family. I know your uncle. He was on earlier with Justin Adams here on the station. You know, yeah. you guys are a football family. Just last thing, tell us how the family will enjoy this with you. Yeah, they, they enjoy everything. We enjoy everything together. Uh, all of our success, all of our, 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 our things that we go through hard times with, we're all in it together. So when someone's happy, we're all happy. When someone's sad, we're all sad. So... Uh, it's just, it's just, uh, it's an honor for me to be able to to do the things I have done, play in the NFL and have a job in the NFL. I think that they're just appreciative of that as well. Well, Philip, I want to say thank you, man, for coming into the crib and giving us this time all year. And not only that, man, I want to say thank you personally because you've made me realize that there's people out there that still love the game of football, still eat, sleep, breathe the game of football. And, man, just the way you go about your business, I'm happy. And I want to say, man, I appreciate it and thank you. Thank you, man. It means a lot to me. Philip Lindsay, thank you, man, the pro bowler. Uh, We'll talk to him down the road. There you go. There's Phil. Family is huge in making Lindsay who he is, from the immediate family with whom he shares a home to the extended family who helped guide him, including his uncle Tony, his coach at South High School in Denver. Tony is now coaching at Far Northeast but remains close to his Pro Bowl nephew, and he joined Justin Adams on Orange and Blue 760. One guy that coached him up ever since he was a pup was Far Northeast uh, head coach right now. I, I say Montbello High School, but this is Tony Lindsay Sr., the coach of Far Northeast. Coach, how's everything going for you today? And uh, I tell you what, you must be grinning from ear to ear. Yes, everything's going good. And I am grinning. I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm proud and happy. That's all right. That's all right. Well, again, Tony Lindsay was able to coach uh, Philip Lindsay um, at South High School. Um, we're not going to talk about that championship game. I believe it was 2011. Um, I'm not going to say anything about a spot against Monarch. We're just going to leave that alone. It was 2012. Yeah, 2012. There you go. Yeah, let's leave it alone. <laughs> we'll leave that one in the past. Um, Tony, you you now. What's your relationship now? I, I thought now Philip is your is that your cousin or is that your your nephew? Philip is my nephew. There you go. Okay, just making sure of that. Um, you've been able to see Philip since day one, and it's funny because we were even talking a couple of years ago when he was at CU um, that you were just saying, look. He's, he's, getting, he's still getting back from his knee injury. This was back in 2016 when the Buffs had the rise and everything. And you were telling me that, hey, he's still getting better from his knee injury. And obviously we see what happens now at the pro level and the speed that he has. Um, take me back from day one, the first time that Phillip put on the pads. Um, what type of signal or what type of inkling did you get that he would be the special of an athlete? <laughs> well, hey. We put him up there, you know, when he came in uh, as a freshman, we put him out there with our varsity. We didn't have a problem with doing that when the kids came in. We were, like we are now, we're trying to build a program. And he's one of them uh, little league kids that were able to come up and actually play. And we we knew he'd be able to play with us up there, but we didn't know he was going to do like he did. He did pretty much like he's doing now. When he came in as a ninth grader, he played varsity and he started varsity. 
he was all league his first year. Wow. So the same thing like what's going on now happened to us when he got there as a freshman. Did you coach him during uh, his time at the Futures program? Uh, the Broncos have this future program where they take all the youth inside uh, d- d- the inner city in Denver and put them all together. Montbello had one uh, team. North has a team west and as yes, well as Denver South. His, that was the first year of the Futures. He was okay. on our very first Futures team. We had, And actually we won, we won the championship that year. Uh, no one scored on us that year until the, the, the uh, championship game. Wow. We had him along with, like, three other kids that were <laughs> very good. And, you know, we went undefeated to the championship game, and we won that. Speaking with Tony Lindsay Sr., the head coach of Far Northeast High School and at the time was the head coach of Denver South, coaching up Philip Lindsay. Let's fast forward a little bit. Let's go to his senior year. Obviously, he's doing well at that time, and then he tore his ACL. And then I read a story that he also continued to run, like for another 100 yards, even with a torn ACL. Um, how did that impact him And um, just as an athlete when, when he tore his ACL and knowing that offer to Colorado, but it could have been, it could have been taken away because the Buffs were even going through transition at that time. How were you able to help him uh, continue on with that ACL tear to uh, go on to see you? You know what? He, he has such a good career, you know, coming up those three, four years, we had coaches coming in. We sent a lot of kids to college at that time and uh, everybody was able to see him coming up, you know, young as a freshman, sophomore, junior, every year they would come in, they would see him. So everybody knew he was there. You know, and just it was unfortunate that, you know, Philip, our first game, he got hurt in that game. But it was one of those things where, okay, we thought maybe it was a bruise or something like that. And he went the next week and, you know, we did what we was ice and all that kind of stuff. And he said, no, I can go. So then he <laughs> he went in. We went against East High School, actually. And he got in. And Philip went for 100 yards that first half. And then he came out and he said, you know what? I'm done. He said, Uncle, I'm done. There's something going on with my leg. Mm-hmm. And that, and when he did that, you know, that's when he and he actually broke his dad's rushing record for DPS, you know, and uh, he was done. And he did mess up his knee, you know, and it was, you know, he's a fighter. He always came. He's a fighter. And we kept him up. You know, he stayed with us the whole year. He was out there at practice with us the whole year. During that time, he was hurt. Even after the surgery, he was out there at every practice and every game we had. You know, he was our captain at the uh, state championship game. And um, that's just what type type of person he was. He was a leader. He's been a leader all the way up, you know, to now. Speaking and, with, um, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, and so, you know, and with that being said, you know, was, he had a few, you know, teams back off. You know, you, when you get hurt like that, they call that like damaged goods. You know, and he had a few teams back off, come back saying, you know, if he walked on, if he maybe we could do this. And I'm like, I'm done. No, we can't. We can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, and with the technology now with that, I mean, they 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 patch up guys pretty good. You know, back in the day, they couldn't do that. But now they can, you know, but it, it still takes time for the healing and, you know, psychologically and everything when you go through any kind of surgery. You know, you you have to go through that. And that's what he went through when he went to CU for those couple of years. His first couple of years, he was still dealing with that knee injury. 
So you're saying that he was going to walk on. What what schools were he going to walk on to? Well, you know what? <laughs> he was off, you know, Utah was after him. And he had a few other ones. You know, it was about six, six Division One schools, and all of them backed off. And then Utah, that's my alma mater. You know, I, I, I they really got mad at that. They backed out. You know, well, they backed out, but they wanted him to walk on, you know, since he had got hurt. And then there was CU, you know, and uh, um, we talked to them. And uh, and actually, Coach came out, and I talked to him, and he went over and talked to Philip and Philip's family, and they offered Philip. But on his way back to, to CU, he got a call that he was, you know, fired. Mm. It happened just like that. And so now when he goes, he gets back there, you know, he's he, Philip just committed and everything that same day, you know. And then the new coach came in. And then after he, he got in, he talked to us. He talked to me, talked to my, my brother and, you know, his wife. And trying to get a feel because, you know, they're, they're coming in to someone they didn't know. They weren't recruiting. And all they know is the kid that got hurt. But you know what? They went on and, and they, you know, gave him a scholarship. How far away, by the way, we're speaking with Tony Lindsay Sr., um, the guy who coached Philip Lindsay at Denver South High School and the current head coach of, I'm going to say Montbello High School. I can't say far northeast, man. It's just weird to say it like that, coach. Um, how close was the University of Colorado away from taking away that scholarship? Because we know, right, it's damaged goods. How close was CU away from taking that scholarship away from Philip? They had to, you know what? They were close enough. Because like I said, he he did his evaluating. You know, he, he came to me. He came to, you know, Phil's dad and, and mom. And he had to, it, it's not like they didn't think about it. But you know what? That doesn't even matter because they honored it. You know, I can say it was close, but they honored his, his scholarship. And, and, and here we are. You know what I'm saying? So it was a blessing. And I'm glad they honored that. And I know they're glad they honored it, too. I love it. A couple of more questions with you. The running style that Philip Lindsay has. I even watched a game with his brother um, down in uh, Colorado State Pueblo. The guys run the same way. Um, where did this running style come from? The high knees, um, the never give up type of run style. Was that your genetics or was that uh, Philip's dad's genetics? <laughs> <laughs> that was me and my brother's genetics. That's both, both of us. That's, we ran. And both of us coached our kids and, and drilled our kids. And, you know, I tell a lot of people, you know, a bunch of times, you know, I, I coached Philip in high school, you know, and uh, uh, my brother was coaching the other two. He has two other ones. But at any given time, Philip would leave, you know, from high school and go home. And they, would, they had a park across the street. And my brother would have those boys running, you know, old-fashioned, put the rope around your waist and run with the tire. You know what I'm saying? So we did a lot of old-school stuff with <laughs> with them. You know what I'm saying? And that running style is just a reckless abandon. You know, mm. that's what they ran with, and that's what he runs with. He runs reckless. You run mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for a running back, you have to do that. That's how you have to go after them. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because so many guys look and say, oh, he's undersized and how is he running this way? He's going to get hurt. And it's like, wait a minute, that's Philip Lindsay. Like, that's the whole Lindsay clan. Like, that's what you do. That's the type of way you run the football. 
And you know what? It's, and you're right. And, and the other running backs that we had at South, while those three were there, they all ran like that. All the running backs you can go back and south that. We always, we didn't just play with the one. The Phillips just didn't run the ball by itself. We had another kid named Pete Williams just like that. We had a good uh, a good um, harvest of running backs, and they all, they catch on to each other, and, and they pattern themselves after each other. And if you would watch them, they, are, they just ran hard, just really hard, you know. Just like you're supposed to. That's, how, that's the way they were trained. That's right. Speaking with... Tony Lindsay Sr., the um, high school head coach of Philip Lindsay back at South High School, currently the head coach at Far Northeast High School. Still weird stated like that, but okay, we'll move on from there. You obviously heard the news. You knew about the news about Philip Lindsay becoming the first undrafted rookie in NFL history to be selected to the Pro Bowl. When you think about the journey of, uh, excuse me, offensive player, excuse me, offensive player to make it to the Pro Bowl, when you think about the journey, that Philip Lindsay has gone through from high school, well, from the Futures program to high school, tearing his knee, having success at CU, having to battle back to have success at CU, to where he is right now. On a personal level, as a coach and as a relative, what does that mean to you? Uh, you know what? He has represent all of his cousins, his brothers, his dad, and me. That's that's what football's been our life, you know, and and where he's at right now, all of us are in him, and we're proud, very proud, you know. We've had I had four sons, three of them went through, but they, you know, college playing football successful, you know, didn't get that far because they got hurt, and people don't know how man is to get where he's at. Oh my gosh. And so we're all proud of it because he's part of us. He's us. He's the Lindsays. We'll have more later this week as the Broncos continue preparing for the Raiders. Until next time, I'm Andrew Mason. Bye-bye.